Tim's News Explosion. 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Tim's News Explosion for another week on this Monday, the 26th of February, 2024. We are live on the Wilmsfront YouTube channel, the Wilmsfront Odyssey channel, and the Wilmsfront Rumble channel. It is 9 p.m. here in Melbourne, Victoria, where while Taylor Swift, she was performing her four concerts up in Sydney over the weekend, uh, Katy Perry uh, was here in Melbourne performing at a private show at busy boss Richard Pratt, also known as Ronald McDonald's Q Mansion on Saturday night, as well as Melbourne's high society attending. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese was there, so was Attorney General Mark Dreyfus, Energy Minister Chris Bowen, never mind the CO2 emissions from all the private jets, uh, because uh, Katy Perry stopped off at Taylor Swift's Friday night concert, where Anthony Albanese uh, was there uh, dancing away. I see Peak Ozyman says, uh, Peak Bread and Circuses, man. Of course, politicians, they, they love to get on the bread and circuses. And Anthony Albanese wasn't the only Australian Prime Minister who uh, was in Accor Stadium, Stadium Australia. Uh, former Prime Minister Scott Morrison was there with Jen and the girls. This was uh, from his official Instagram. <laughs> And I don't know if Scott, uh, Scott Morrison in his uh, in his Instagram uh, post uh, with uh, Jen and the girls, he said, this is our third uh, Taylor Swift concert as a family. I think it was a slight dig at Anthony Albanese. Oh, we were Swifties uh, before it was cool. I remember Scott Morrison in 2016. He uh, showed that he was at, was, that was a 1989 tour back then. Uh, Scott Morrison, thankfully, it's his final week as an MP. We no longer have to uh, pay his salary as a taxpayer. He's off to work with uh, former US Secretary of State and CIA Director Mike Pompeo in a lobbying firm. Uh, now, Alba, of course, he never passes up an opportunity to rub shoulders with celebrities and the elites. And so in the lead up to uh, uh, the Taylor Swift Sydney concerts, he was uh, on Nova FM uh, with uh, Fitzy Whipper and Kate Ritchie to, to give away uh, some of their free Taylor Swift 
tickets to listeners. You're off to Taylor Swift. Hi, Talia speaking. Uh, g'day, Talia. This yeah. is Prime Minister Anthony Albanese. How are you? Good, thank you. And yourself? I'm, I'm very well. I'm sitting here in the studio with uh, Fitzy and Whipper and, and Kate on Nova, and I'm calling to give you the news, which I reckon is pretty good news, that you have won tickets to Kate's Sweet Seats. You're off to Taylor Swift. And now I wasn't the only one that pointed out uh, Anthony Albanese was uh, in his element as a socialist prime minister, uh, giving away uh, things to people uh, that aren't his. Of course, he wasn't giving away his tickets. He was giving away Nova FM's tickets. Uh, so on Friday night, uh, there was obviously Anthony Albanese and Scott Morrison. Uh, Katy Perry made the, the stop at Taylor Swift's concert, as did a Taylor Swift's boyf uh, boyfriend, Travis Kelsey. Our mainstream media had, the, had, had all their cameras on the arrival of uh, Kelsey One, Travis and his brother, uh, Jason and then uh, Taylor Swift and uh, Travis Kelsey were filmed on a date at the Taronga Zoo. Uh, so Travis Kelsey was also a fly in, fly out. And now Katy Perry, she is, I assume, already uh, flown out. She was only here for a fly in, fly out one-off concert at uh, Richard Pratt, uh, Ronald McDonald's uh, Q Mansion for the cool uh, fee of $1.5 million. Of course, Vizzy is the uh, paper recycling company. Most of our food and drink packaging comes in Vizzy paper. And now Richard Pratt, he also gave another million dollars to Albo's pet uh, project last year, the failed voice referendum. Also present there with it was another uh, voice donor, West Farmers Chairman Michael Cheney, who donated $2 million of shareholder funds to The Voice last year. He's the father of Teal Independent, a member for Curtin, uh, Kate Cheney, part of the Australian Cheney political dynasty, though unfortunately now outgoing uh, Woolworth CEO uh, Brad Banducci was a late withdrawal, uh, poor Brad. Even uh, Victorian Premier Jacinta Allen got an invite, as did her predecessor, Dan Andrews. She, uh, Jacinta Allen managed to take herself away uh, from the State Control Centre, where she's been busy giving bushfire updates as our late summer hot days have given the politicians the bushfire emergencies they've been on standby for all summer. Uh, now, it's not surprising that uh, uh, Anthony Pratt is uh, cosy uh, with Labor politicians. Well, uh, Vizzy uh, did quite well uh, with the launch of the Victorian government's uh, container deposit scheme uh, because a lot of the container deposit locations are run by uh, Vizzy. Uh, so, I, obviously, one of uh, Dan's uh, other businessman friends uh, was uh, Lindsay Fox, and of course, he he uh, gets a lot of uh, lucrative 
uh, contracts uh, from various governments as, as well. Uh, so it's become the, the party of choice, it seems, for businessmen labor for prid quo quo. I mean, crony capitalism is very good uh, for, uh, for business people. Uh, now, outside uh, Anthony Pratt's place, I'm not sure if I've mistakenly uh, called him his uh, father, Richard Pratt, who passed in in 2009, though Richard Pratt, uh, Anthony uh, Pratt's uh, mother, uh, Jeannie Pratt, is still with us. She has like the worst plastic surgery job you could possibly imagine. And uh, so there were some Katy Perry fans uh, out the front hoping to, to hear here on in. Uh, as far as I know, there was no uh, Katy Perry Eye of the Pfizer moments like at one of her, her concert but uh melbourne's uh, free palestine uh, protesters they showed up at the front Now, I'm not uh, sure they were there because they hope that Anthony Albanese can stop the Israel-Gaza war or uh, because uh, 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 Anthony Pratt is uh, Jewish, uh, that they thought that he could have some influence over uh, Israel's war in Gaza. They also threw in free Julian Assange in there as well. Obviously, Anthony Albanese can lobby. Uh, the UK and US governments, but I'm not sure that uh, Anthony Pratt can. Uh, but he, <laughs> it was reported that uh, Donald Trump showed uh, Anthony Pratt some of the classified documents uh, that he's, he's been he's been charged over uh, by the special pro prosecutor of mishandling. So yes, that was uh, the the bread and circuses distraction over the weekend. Now, but of course, Anthony Albanese uh, spun it that he wasn't uh, there to uh, rub so shoulders with uh, Melbourne's high society and uh, billionaire mates and also to see another uh, pop star, uh, Katy Perry. He was, he was there uh, because uh, it was the annual food and beverage dinner. Uh, so Vizzy invite, uh, as I said, because that. It uh, makes a lot of the the paper packaging that our food and beverages come in. Uh, Richard Pratt invited all of his uh, his clients there, and so Anthony Albanese told Sunrise that this was about jobs and manufacturing. Uh, it was about uh, it, it was about uh, I heard they told me about how they're expanding their operations in Australia. I was looking after all the, all of you. Uh, ordinary Australians. Uh, that that was his his spin there, because he was uh, down uh, the next day campaigning in Dunkley, uh, where the by election is uh, this Saturday, the second of March. Uh, so uh, the I'm not sure if I'll do maybe a brief stream on on Saturday night. Obviously, I grew up and know the the Frankston area quite well. Uh, so the latest polling uh, has it, it'll be quite close. Most of the money is on Labor's uh, candidate, uh, Jody Balia, uh, to retain the seat against uh, Liberal challenger, 
uh, Nathan Conroy, uh, the mayor of Frankston. Obviously, this by-election was triggered by the death of the Labor member Peter Murphy late last year from breast cancer at the age of 50. And now Frankston is a mortgage belt working class area. I, the people of Frankston, the last thing that they need is more mass migrants coming in, particularly uh, those who are uh, susceptible uh, to uh, disproportionate, who disproportionately contribute uh, to uh, the crime statistics. So Advance Australia, the lobby group that helped defeat uh, the Aboriginal voice last year, uh, they put a, one of their ads that they put uh, was because uh, the Dunkley electorate voted 50%, 56% no for Labor's voice. A Jody a, a Balia called it white privilege. Yes, advocate Miss Balia wrote, I feel so many heavy emotions because of the display of what I can only describe as the worst of white privilege in this country. So all of you... I, white uh, viewers of Tim's News Explosion, uh, you were displaying your white privilege when you when you voted no. And this Advance Australia ad in the Herald, Herald Sun uh, was called racist because it mentioned the rapists, pedophiles and murderers uh, that uh, the Albanese government released after the High Court decision. Alba, you unlock the doors of immigration detention and let loose 149 criminals. You paid for lawyers to argue for their release. Yes, because Attorney General Mark Dreyfus, he allowed the Human Rights Commission uh, to lobby for their release. There are 40 in Victoria. Tell us, Prime Minister, how many in Dunkley? We demand you tell us before March 2. Now, obviously, this hit 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 a mark uh, which is why the labor labor drips and all their shills on social media are so outraged this should be an illegal ad it is racist uh, but of course a uh, telling the the truth i mean it uh, it echoes of uh, donald trump when he launched his successful 2016 presidential campaign talking about the illegals coming over the mexico us border they're bringing drugs they're bringing crime, they're rapists, and some, I assume, are good people. Uh, so the there was a news poll and a, and a resolve uh, poll uh, last night. Uh, Labor is still not tracking well, though they are still ahead, 52-48, two-party preferred. Though they're the, on both polls, they're behind the Liberal Nationals on primaries by 3%. Uh, so they might not be able to retain minority uh, majority government if an election were held based on if those polls were reflected at the ballot box. And now Mark Knight of the, the Herald Sun uh, reflected Albo's priorities well. Prime Minister, Australians doing it tough are asking, isn't there a more important place uh, for the nation's leader to be? Jeez, Katy Perry, I nearly forgot. And as I mentioned, it's supposed to be a, well, in Victoria, we're supposed to be in a bushfire emergency, yet you've got the, the Prime Minister and uh, the Victorian Premier uh, offered a private concert. Remember also Anthony Albanese, the, the, when there was the bushfires in Western Australia last, last summer, uh, he then uh, flew to Melbourne and then took uh, Lindsay Fox's 
private uh, helicopter uh, with uh, Dan Andrews off for a barbecue at Lindsay Fox's uh, Portsea Holiday Home. And now I see uh, uh, I see that uh, Ron Nilsson as where's your where's your comment comment there said uh, I'll go back uh, further further up here. Where was it? Oh, yes, here it is, here. Uh, for a libertarian, Tim is sure he's interested in the left-wing establishment, interested in exposing uh, just how all of this is designed to uh, for, for, for politicians to make it. Elbow's tried to have this image that he's the, the everyman, he's the hip, what is that? He, he goes to midnight all concerts, gangs of youth concert. This is a tactic that uh, that uh, politicians use to try and claim that they're the they're the just like the ordinary person. They're 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 down to earth. They're empathetic. They have uh, common interests. Uh, Dan Andrews, I. The the golf uh, Portsea Golf Club application <laughs> never got turned in because there was uh, such a such a backlash. Now, as to make obviously, we had the illegal uh, boat uh, come in in northwestern Australia last week, carrying uh, thirty nine illegals from India, Pakistan and bangladesh they've been transported to uh, to nauru uh, though some a uh, 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 some people that uh, the albanese government has invited in the front door i uh, you know, remember penny wong said we're going to uh, going to uh let in uh, 700 uh, palestinian refugees and which you remember uh, when when the war started, there were a couple of uh, Israeli government ministers who said the West should take these uh, uh, take these uh, uh, Palestinians uh, from Gaza. And now it turns out uh, that uh, the figure is uh, not seven hundred. Uh, Sherry Markson broke last week that uh, since uh, October seven to February six. 2,273 people who hold a Palestinian Authority travel document have been given Australian visas. Uh, some uh, have been approved in as little as an hour. And uh, now Sherry Markson uh, shows 8pm 8, 8 every Monday to Thursday on, on Sky News. It's basically the Israel Zionist hour. Uh, Sherry Markson is uh, Jewish, so obviously uh, this is personal for her, I mean, she doesn't want uh, uh, these thousands and thousands of people who you'd say most of them uh, would hold uh, disdain, uh, contempt for Israel. I should also mention that uh, one of the proud sponsors of the Shari program is uh, Vizzy. Uh, so uh, Anthony Pratt there is uh, keeping sponsor sponsorship money in the tribe there. And also one of the visas granted uh, was uh, to Zahir Ambro. A, uh, so he was granted a visa after October 7. Uh, he liked, uh, liked posts on social media celebrating the October 7 Hamas attacks on southern Israel. And this is, uh, this, this is obviously the... the, the, the 
the the contra uh, some of the the contradictions with the the the, the various uh, proposals by a uh, Israeli uh, ministers and also uh, Jew, uh, uh, Jewish activists here. So the Israelis want to send them to all the West, but obviously there's Jews like Sherry Markson and also uh, David Adler uh, from the Australian Jewish Association who don't want the don't want them here. Just move the problem because obviously Jews are all over the Western world. Uh, so if they don't become Israel's problem, they're going to become a problem for Jews over in the West as well. Uh, now we we had uh, speaking of uh, David Adler uh, who runs the Australian Jewish Association uh, the uh, social media account put out this last week it is not the 1930s or 40s we are not asking you to understand us we are not asking you to love us we're simply warning you do not mess with us uh, signed uh, the Jewish people which was quite in your face i mean it's obviously sort of not it, it, it comes across as not uh, not designing to sort of you know sell i uh, sell a, the jewish jewish people's contributions to uh to western countries just saying i uh, don't mess with us or else and obviously a recent example of that is uh, Kanye West, uh, Yee, who is only allowed to release his uh, new album after apologizing uh, for uh, apologizing to the Jews uh, for saying that he loved Hitler. And now we had the Melbourne City Council uh, last week, uh, a debate, a Israel-Gaza Israel ceasefire motion. I mean, these are just like... Councils should just stick to uh, the three R's, roads, rates, and rubbish. Uh, Wolfish, a naturalist, said, Israel's on a live stream told me they'll use the Samson option, Wilmsfront. Well, I don't know what that is. You'll have to, you'll have to uh, enlighten me in, in the chat there about what the Samson op option is. Uh, so uh, Rakshan Fernando uh, decided to go down to the Melbourne City uh, Town Hall uh, where the motion was being debated. It was uh, defeated. And then uh, the Yemeni uh, tweeted that he had been violently assaulted uh, by pro-Palestinian activists. And then a few hours later uh, posted uh, the, the, the footage uh, with the, the rebel branding. Why touch me? Why touch me, bro? Why touch me? 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 Why touch so Ivy's gonna get it one day. Ivy's gonna get it one day. Yeah. Fair enough, man. Yeah. And uh, now, obviously, that uh, you wouldn't classify uh, Rakshan uh, being shouldered like that as a violent assault, but 
it still is it's it, it's still classified as an assault it's designed to intimidate rakshan by that uh, uh kafala uh, tea towel head there and obviously there's the when a national socialist network turn up uh covering their faces there's they should be uh demas why do they cover their faces the cowards but there's not the same uh level of uh, uh outrage or uh, calls for them to be uh, doxxed, have their kafalas uh, take it, t- taken off uh, uh, to show their faces. Why don't you show your face, uh, cowards? Uh, so there's obviously a double standard there. But again, we shouldn't be seeing, uh, because there was uh, there was two uh, Jewish Australians who were turned away from Melbourne uh, Town Hall by Victoria Police, moved on even though they had tickets to the gallery. But Again, this is uh, two uh, two groups, uh, 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 ethnic groups, uh, fighting in our streets uh, about what is happening in the, the, the countries that they're from. And I've previously said I don't care whether it's the Sikh, uh, Indian Sikhs and Hindus rioting at Federation Square or it's the... Uh, uh, the uh, Jewish Israelis versus the Arab Palestinian Muslims. I, you should not bring your grievances onto Australian streets. This is Australia. Austra- Australia is should should be about dealing with Australian issues, not uh, obviously mass migration because we have all of these uh, various uh, groups living in all their different uh, suburbs. We have, uh, we have uh, the world's people uh, carrying out uh, their, their uh, carrying out their conflicts uh, on our streets, but Australia should be focusing on Australian issues, Australian threats. Now, moving on to, well, we've covered uh, a lot of uh, horrific uh, crime in the, the past uh, few weeks, uh, uh, though this week the horrific crime uh, was not uh, uh, the youth gang crime in adverted commas uh, that uh, we're used to talking about, although the home invasions are still uh, happening uh, by the, these gangs of uh, Fifty Shades of Black. But uh, uh, there have been uh, some uh, horrific alleged murders uh, that have uh, occurred uh, this past week. And the, the one that has gained the, the most media attention is probably the, the biggest uh, crime story since uh, the, the, the mushroom lady, Erin Patterson. And that is uh, the alleged murder of a Sydney uh, couple, uh, Jesse Baird and Luke Davies, allegedly by New South Wales senior constable, uh, Bo Lamar Condon. Uh, so he used his, his own police-issued firearm uh, to allegedly shoot uh, this couple dead. And it is alleged that... Uh, that uh, Bo Lamar Condon is the ex-boyfriend of Jesse Baird. Though I saw on 7.30 tonight, a, a friend of Jesse disputed that uh, Jesse and Bo uh, were ever a, a couple, uh, but uh, Bo Lamar 
Condon was allegedly stalking him, and uh, he, he and before uh, he was uh, allegedly murdered, uh, he awoke in the middle of the night to find a shadowy figure at the end of his bed, uh, but ran off before uh, he, he could uh, see who the per person was. Now, this wasn't uh, reported to police at the time. Uh, maybe uh, Jesse Baird thought that maybe he was dreaming dreaming it was clear that well to get into the house to allegedly i've got to keep saying allegedly uh murder uh jesse bed and luke davis he had a key now uh, obviously this is a, a horrific uh a double murder uh young lives are cut short a uh, jesse bed uh, was only uh, 29 luke davies 26 jesse bed I was a former uh, Studio 10 uh, correspondent and also uh, was an AFL goal umpire for AFL New South Wales. And uh, Luke Davies was a Qantas flight attendant. Now, uh, Bolimar Condon, he had, well, quite the career change uh, when he joined the, the New South Wales uh, police force in 2018 he used to be a celebrity gossip a gossip uh, writer had his own blog a the australian reporter but he was more like a celebrity stalker so he originally got in the media in uh in 2012 uh, when uh, he came out as gay uh, via a, a Lady Gaga concert. He threw a note up to there uh, coming out to her and she read it out on stage and invited him backstage and said that uh, she had given him the, the courage. And there he is with, uh, you can see in this, uh, for viewers, there he is uh, with Harry Styles, there he is with Lord. There he is with uh, Taylor Swift. Uh, so was he admitted that he wanted to uh, meet celebrities since, since he was uh, 16. He's also been photographed with uh, Selena Gomez, Katy Perry, and Miley Cyrus. Now, you get the impression that he wanted to uh, to be with uh, Jesse Baird because being a Studio 10 correspondent, it was a morning program, they had a lot of celebrities, and so thought that was a way uh, to uh, to meet, uh, to get close to celebrities, which he'd been stalk stalking for decades. And it has also uh, been reported that uh, before he committed the alleged murder uh he uh was planning uh to uh to join uh, uh the uh division of the uh new south wales police the protection operations unit which oversees a uh, security of politicians diplomats and other public dignitaries uh, which would have put up put him up close with uh, uh personnel and celebrities and uh, now despite it being quite the career uh, career change uh, from celebrity stalker to New South Wales police officer. He he seemed to pass the psych assessment uh, because, well, uh, uh, the speculation is uh, because of nepotism. His uh, mother, uh, Colleen Condon, was a senior New South Wales police 
officer and also desperate uh, for uh, recruits. Uh, now, this was uh, published on uh, Michael Smith News's uh, Twitter account. Uh, so this is what uh, he's been told about uh, Bo Lamar Condon. He was a known fuckwit, plenty of red flags. Goldburn Academy flagged readiness issues, but they desperately wanted Karutz, had already been transferred twice because of uh, behavioural issues, including taking his gun home without logging it because he posed for photos for his social media with his uh, police-issued gun not in uniform. He was rostered to station duties when at Surrey, Surrey Hills after going missing several times. Commissioner had an opportunity to remove him after the taser incident. She did it. His mother and sister were in the job. Mum is apparently heavy into police gender politics, just like the commissioner, Karen Webb. There should be an independent inquiry into all circumstances of this bloke and the failure act. But like usual, it would be inappropriate to comment given the matter is before the courts. The commissioner uh, should go. Uh, now, the taser incident is when uh, he uh, tasered a suspect uh, who they New South Wales police uh, were chasing, who uh, I breached their bail uh, out on uh, serious charges. Uh, this man was apparently Aboriginal. Now, uh, the footage of the tasering incident has been uh, widely recirculated. So I'll play it for you again, uh, play it for you here uh, to let you be the judge of whether this tasering was excessive or not. <laughs> So he was cleared uh, by an independent uh, internal police probe. And as you remember, I, I, there was a subsequent uh, police tasering by another New South Wales police officer that turned out to be fatal. Uh, this uh, was of a 95-year-old dementia sufferer, Claire Nowland. Uh, the uh, police... Uh, were called uh, to the Yellenby Lodge in Cooma. Uh, I don't know why, because she was holding a knife. She was a frail 95-year-old. She had a, had a walker. Uh, so uh, Senior Constable uh, Christian White has been charged with manslaughter. He was alleged to have said, uh, bugger it, uh, when his uh, colleague said that, uh, uh, she could uh, disarm her without uh, without uh, without 
issuing a taser. Uh, so she fell backwards, struck her head on the wooden floor, and that is what led to her death. So this is a pattern here of New South Wales uh, police uh, recruits uh, engaging in, well, this was a, a Bolamar Condon. He murdered them when he allegedly murdered them when he was not at work, but it, but uh, murdered them with a police issued uh, firearm. And according to New South Wales Police, he was he was able to have this uh, because he checked it out on Thursday because he uh, was going to be working overtime at the pro-Palestinian uh, rally in Sydney on the weekend. And uh, and it's called a user pay. So he took it out on Thursday and then didn't log it back in on Tuesday. Uh, and then he called in in sick. Uh, so he police are going to allege uh, that he uh, he murdered the the couple in, uh, in uh, last Monday morning. And then later hired a white van from Sydney Airport uh, to then a, a get the, the the bodies out of uh, the, uh, out of uh, Jesse Baird's apartment. A then a, then uh, drove uh, to a rural property uh, near uh, Goulburn and uh, uh, purchased an angle grinder and a. Uh, to break into a padlocker gate and we are told that he had a uh, the unwitting help of a female uh, friend and uh, also he purchased uh, weights uh, from a department store and uh, it is believed that he returned to the rural property overnight and during uh, that evening having acquired also uh, two tor torches from the acquaintance but uh, when the it's it's alleged when the acquaintance became suspicious, he then moved the bodies. A they suspect to Newcastle. So they've searched in uh, these uh, in these uh, lakes uh, at this property near Goulburn. It hasn't turned up the the bodies. Uh, so I assume they're going to be searching in Newcastle, uh, New South Wales Police. They believe that they were dealing uh, with a a a homicide investigation, uh, not a missing person, when a, a, it was a person discovered in a dumpster in Cronulla, uh, the bloodied ID documents of, uh, of uh, uh, Jesse Baird and Luke Davies. And obviously, uh, New South Wales Police, because it was one of their own, uh, they are under intense uh, pressure uh, to uh, find uh, the bodies, they've charged. They've charged uh, Bo Lamar Condon with two counts of murder. He's not assisting them uh, with locating the bodies. The uh, the police said that was uh, based on the legal advice he'd received, which makes me suspect because the New South Wales government recently a, a passed the no body no parole laws after the conviction of uh, Chris Dawson over the historical murder of uh, his uh, first first wife in the, the 19, 1980s, uh, which uh, was brought about after journalist Hedley Thomas' uh, Teacher's Pet podcast. But my suspicion is uh, that maybe he's wanting to do uh, Bo Lamar Condon a, a deal where he's guaranteed parole if he gives up the location of the body, which would be a quite the unintended consequence of uh this law it's like a loophole and somebody like that who as 
it seems, committed a premeditated murder. Uh, Karen Webb, the police commissioner, uh, she's been roundly criticised at a press conference today for uh, for calling it a crime of of passion, uh, domestic violence, uh, because she was trying to say it's not a a gay hate crime because obviously Bolamar Condon uh, was gay, uh, and the reason she was probably keen to keen to say uh, that it wasn't gay hate related because of the the New South Wales police's uh, history uh, when a homosexuality was uh, well it was illegal and I think it was legalized in 1984 but uh, New South Wales police uh, their participation in uh, gay beat uh, pufta uh, bashings uh, continued uh, so there were uh, gangs who uh, roamed uh, gay beats around public toilets, and there was one on a clifftop. And so these uh, these gangs uh, they threw uh, these uh, homosexuals off the the clifftops, uh, ISIS style. And the New South Wales police at the time uh, wrote them off as as suicides because. Uh, they uh, didn't care because they were they were they were gay. It's only a in uh, in the the twenty first century that some of them have uh, the investigations have been uh, reopened. And uh, Karen Webb uh, she uh, released a a statement on on Sunday, and uh, she's been criticised for not addressing the media until Monday. And so she said to the victims and families of New South Wales Police. Uh, failed by not adequately and fairly investigating those deaths between 1970 and 2010. I am sorry. I acknowledge the increased suffering experienced by victims and their families where, where their crimes were motivated by bias against members of the LGBTQ community. I assure the LGBTQ community that under my leadership, New South Wales Police will use these lessons to continue to improve the way it serves all members of the community with respect, fairness and inclusivity inclusivity uh, the mistakes of the past will not define our future now the sydney gay and lesbian mardi gras uh, parade down oxford street is next saturday i certainly won't be watching it i'll be watching the dunkley uh, by-election coverage uh, now the sydney morning herald uh, which well has its uh, own history with the uh the mardi gras in the the, the first uh sydney gay and lesbian mardi gras in 1976 when the new south wales police uh, i arrested i think over 50 the sydney morning herald published their names in the paper the next day and they all got fired from uh their jobs uh, so uh, the Sydney Morning Herald, uh, they wrote that uh, police uh, should uh, sit this Mardi Gras out and not march in the parade, which uh, uh, Karen Webb said uh, that uh, it, it said that would be a travesty, she said, and Chris Minns has backed up that police should. Uh, it, it, uh, Sydney's, uh, 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 the New South Wales uh, uh, gay uh, LGBT uh, police officers uh, shouldn't be uh, prohibited from uh, marching because of the actions of one. Uh, but uh, this photo of uh, Beau Lamar uh, Condon at uh, the 2020 uh, gay and lesbian uh, Mardi Gras is, uh, well, quite chilling there, uh, given what uh, 
uh, we know what he's alleged to have done now. Uh, so we we shall see if there's a uh, there's a repeat because uh, there is these these uh, radical Marxist uh, LGBTQ activists who uh, who uh, hate. Uh, the police still because of their historical role in enforcing uh, laws against uh, homosexuality. We saw at the Victorian uh, Midsummer a, a parade how uh, a bunch of left-wing activists uh, threw paint bombs at Victoria Police. And remember last year, a Lydia Thorpe, she was invited by a, the far-left uh, a far left group Pride in Protest to take part in uh, their float and she tried to stop the uh, New South Wales uh, police float. I think it was also Australian Federal Police float. And so, uh, she, uh, but uh, she ended up uh, blocking what was it, a youth charity uh, float as well. So there could be some ugly scenes at uh, this, uh, this year's Mardi Gras. Of course, the Unshackled uh, in years past and we stand by uh, the, the op-eds that were put that uh, the Sydney Gay and Lesbian Mardi Gras should uh, be held in a stadium uh, like the SCG, like it was during COVID and restricted to over 18s. Um, if it's restricted to over 18s and in a stadium outside of uh, pub a public site, then you can be in whatever clothing that you want, rub up against each other. Just don't do it in front of the children there. And now Bo Lamar Condon wasn't the only uh, a New South Wales homosexual star charged with a serious offence uh, broken by the uh, Sydney Morning Herald uh, last week. Uh, was a, that uh, New South Wales police unearthing an international pedophile ring in which hundreds of men around the world filmed each other watching child abuse material and they have arrested nine alleged participants in New, Th New South Wales. Uh, so this is Strike Force Packer and one of them uh, was a man called James Terence Rebeck. And uh, go, it's so... Uh, he was uh, denied uh, denied bail. Uh, so, in this uh, pedophile ring, uh, so uh, they uh, hundreds of people with a common motive were taking part in viewing sessions and even exposed themselves uh, during the events. They have cameras open so they can see each other getting pleasure from it. In the general person's world, uh, this is unthinkable. But for these guys, it's the norm. Uh, on Tuesday, forty-year-old. Uh, James Terence Rebeck, I uh, faced the uh, Downing Centre local court charged with three counts of using a carriage service to transmit, publish or promote child abuse material, two counts of disseminating bestiality material, one count of using a carriage service to solicit child abuse material. Rebek asked to be, believed, uh, to be released on bail, but the Commonwealth prosecutor told the court there was a very strong case and Rebek had made omissions uh, to content found on his electronic devices. And it says uh, uh, the full extent of his offending is not known at this stage, but he's, uh, he's no, uh, known to other potential witnesses and there's this risk of serious reoffending as he referred to himself as a pedo. So he's a self 
confessed pedophile who discussed what he would like to do with children. He has evidently been doing this for uh, some time. Uh, so uh, his legal aid, uh, uh, legal aid lawyer uh, uh, suggested bail conditions such as banning him from attaining any electronic devices that could mitigate the risk. Uh, Rebecca grew up on the New South Wales South Coast with his fam family, still live, and he is residing with his partner of some four years, the legal aid lawyer told the court, adding he has uh, strong community ties. Now, partner of four years, that stood out to me, and so I decided to do do uh, my own investigation. And so I, his uh, social media is, uh, well, like just normal social media where like obviously um, it's, it comes across as a normal person, not as a monstrous pedophile. Uh, so on social media, it goes as Jimmy Rebeck, and it's easy to conclude by his Instagram profile that he is a homosexual. Now, why do the Sydney Morning Herald like uh, don't say that he's a homosexual pedophile? Because this is clear that this is a international pedophile ring, I where homosexual pedophiles are watching the abuse of boys. Now, so why 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 is this detail omitted? Is because it uh, it fe it feeds into a in a inconvenient narrative because the Sydney Morning Herald don't want to uh, suggest that there's many uh, homosexual pedophiles. If you look at the actual uh, statistics of uh, child sex offenders by the the uh, gender they offend against, because there's some who try to argue that men who molest boys are not homosexual, but we're told now that pedophilia is a sexual orientation. So if men are molesting boys, then shouldn't they be called a homosexual pedophile? And if you look at the statistics, I, the amount of uh, homosexual pedophiles is vastly, it's, it's disparate. Uh, their level of offending is disproportionate to their, their the number of number of uh, homosexuals who are proportion in the population. Uh, Ron is just left. Tim, the reason you have eleven viewers is because you're a leftist. By uh, you sound like Andy. Uh, I think he regularly accuses me of being a leftist and uh, Marg uh, by uh, being a leftist. Uh, but there is a weird censorship behind this uh, behind this channel. Uh, you're absolutely right about it. I mean, I believe that I'm I'm covering here uh, important important news here. I mean, I just reported something that Sydney Morning Herald was too afraid to to tell. Linda Hunter says, if you could even see them, we have the bare statistics, and that'll get worse uh, with the trans nonsense nonces. Of course, are you uh, a British, Linda? Because of course, nonce is the British slang word for pedophile, or as they say, pedophile. So that was, well, uh, the, the homosexuals are uh, charged uh, with uh, serious uh, crimes in, in New South Wales. Uh, there was an Asian heterosexual who was charged with uh, three counts of murder uh, last, last week. Uh, so this, uh, this was Taekwondo 
coach, Master uh, Lion, whose real name is Kwong uh, Kwai Yu. He's accused of killing one of his students, strangling a seven-year-old who can't be named, and murdering his uh, parents, a woman, Min Shao, and uh, then driving her BMW to her Borkham Hills townhouse and killing her husband, Stephen, who was a highly respected construction manager. And so according to uh, Homicide Squad, I uh, there were no warnings from what we have gathered. It was out of, uh, out of the blue. Uh, but according to some friends, uh, Min Shao's shyness and the pride affection Stephen showed to play for his wife on social media suggests a love triangle is unlikely uh so this is yeah quite quite the horrific uh, the yeah horrific murder of a, a whole family and a little seven-year-old boy and apparently uh this uh master lion kwang kwai yu a has uh falsified his resume including his uh, university qualification and uh claimed that he represented uh australia at taekwondo at the international level as well and also down here in uh, victoria uh, 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 police are also dealing with uh, the uh, disappearance of uh, mother samantha murphy who now they believe uh met with foul play she's been missing for three weeks they treated it as a missing person when she went missing uh from a sunday jog on february the 4th after leaving her home in eureka street in ballarat east i used to live near that street now it always seemed quite perplexing that they believe she fell down a a disused ballarat mine i was never warned about that when i walked in in Ballarat, uh, but it seems that police are behind the eight ball now only analyzing phone data activity. The husband is not a suspect at this stage. In cases such as this, there's always uh, these uh, armchair body language readers who say, I just get a vibe. I get a bad feeling from this person. They creep me out. I reckon they were responsible. I remember there was some horrendous commentary like that around uh cleo smith's mother and uh stepfather uh when she was kidnapped by that uh aboriginal uh, because he wanted i uh, to have a a life-size doll in his home there were uh some nasty people on social media saying they have something to do with it uh, i can just feel it look at them absolutely disgusting remarks there uh, so Linda Hunter says, Aussie through and through with great love for the Blessed Isles. Now, obviously, I cover a lot of, uh, a lot of UK news on uh, Tim's News Explosion. And, uh, and tomorrow night, I'll be covering uh, the, well, the, the uh, sick, unjust state of Britain with uh, David Clues uh, from the, the Unity news network uh, but i will cover uh, the uh, cover the uh, well give you a brief update on what have, what has been uh, the big news out of the the uk this past week oh before i go um i should also mention before uh, i mean before we go to the uk i should also mention uh, that uh, i'm sure most of you will have seen uh jamal and roberts 
the spray that he gave those grandmothers uh, for refugees a number of uh, weeks ago. He has now been uh, charged uh, by uh, Victoria uh, police. Uh, this was a update uh, provided by uh, Thomas uh, Sewell. Uh, so it said, uh, Jamon Roberts was uh, arrested today by the State Security Investigations Unit of Victoria Police, the terrorized squad, for expressing his disgust at the Grandmothers for Refugees demonstration. He's been charged with five offenses, including racial vilification and using a courage service to harass. Considering the refugee grandmothers were all white, presenting and considering it's impossible in this anti-white system be charged with racially vilifying a white person. This must mean Jim was right and the fact uh, that they were in fact Jews. The security apparatus feels no shame in being the foot soldiers defending Jewish interests when hordes of disgusting browns and traitors racially vilify white people on Australia Day, but we will act on the offensive when uh, whites counter-protest anti-white demonstrations. If you've seen the footage, you remember that Jim accuses one of them of being uh, Jewish and calls her the the K word, which I thought like it's it, it was irrelevant whether any of them were uh, were Jewish. The fact that they uh, were lobbying uh, for more a uh, more mass immigration to Australia uh, when a grandmother their age while in white had been uh, stabbed uh, just the week before. Uh, Jamal Roberts could also be charged because uh, he used the N-word uh, to describe uh, the uh, the suspect who uh, was a South South uh, Sudanese a, a youth who's been charged uh, with, with uh, Violene White's murder. I noticed that uh, Thomas Sewell on his uh, Twitter X account self-censors and just calls them N's. Uh, so wanting to keep on uh, it because Twitter X, it's not full free speech. But I noticed Michael Nelson Mickle, who was just on before, he still uses the uh, the N-word uh, on, uh, on his YouTube show, which should really be careful given that, well, um, according to Google AI Gemini, uh, all of the uh, great historical uh, uh, achievements uh, from uh, the founding of the United States uh, were by uh, black people. <laughs> their, their Gemini AI, it's it was basically like a, par a parody of what you expected a woke AI platform to be just turning everyone uh, everyone black. I mean, I mean <laughs> but it was real. And uh, Google claimed that this was uh, where they, they took it offline. They're going to rework it because uh, it ended up because it was so uh, it's a dedication to raising white people was so, so ingrained uh, that it produced uh, black Nazis and uh, and also uh, produced, uh, it was able to produce uh, uh, Blacks doing uh, stereotypical things such as uh, eating watermelon. Uh, so, yes, I, when it had uh, Black people doing things which uh, obviously are uh, uh, the uh, the the woke people believe were bad things uh, perpetuate carried out by white people. Uh, then 
then it was bad. Uh, black people were misrepresented. All right, now going over to uh, the UK, as I was saying. Let's, let me get my notes here. Uh, so there was a a, a, a vote on a Israel-Gaza ceasefire in the, the UK House of Commons descended into farce after the uh, Speaker of the House of Commons, uh, now uh, because uh, this motion was brought by the Scottish National Party, which is pro-Palestine, it's uh, first uh, uh, the First Minister of Scotland from the Scottish National Party is uh, Hamza Youssef, a Pakistani Muslim, uh, so Lindsay Hoyle, uh, who is uh, the the current uh, speaker of the of the House of of Commons, he accepted uh, an amendment by both uh, the Conservative government and uh, the Labour opposition, which uh, breaks with how the House of Commons operates in that in an opposition motion only the government can put an amendment, and it's and most people believe that Lindsay Hoyle uh, did this uh, so that uh, Sakir Starmer, uh, the Labour leader and uh, Prime Minister of the United Kingdom uh, by the end of the year, could avoid embarrassment uh, by, uh, because Sakir Starmer, uh, he has only recently called for a ceasefire. Uh, the Labour MPs in uh, Muslim-majority electorates had been putting pressure on him and uh, so it is of the belief, many suspect that Lindsay, Lindsay Hoyle uh, colluded with, uh, with Zakir Starmer so he could avoid an embarrassing backbench uh, revolt on the ceasefire motion. And uh, Lindsay Hoyle, even though he's the, the Speaker of a Majority Conservative government, he was in the Labour Party before 2019, uh, which... I don't get why that's the case. I mean, our system of government is much better where in Australia, where the speaker is always from the the governing party. And Lindsay Hoyle, he said that he was looking out, he wanted to look after uh, the security of MPs because a lot of them are heckled uh, by the, the pro-Palestine activists who they're outside uh, Westminster and projected uh, ceasefire over on uh, Big Ben, which is not illegal. It's not illegal to project things onto Big Ben. So does that mean that uh, White Lives Matter can be projected onto Big Ben? Uh, we shall see. A uh, patriotic alternative or another equivalent group uh, should uh, should go and try that. Now, uh, this was uh, uh, the conservative establishment and their their shills in the conservative media like Talk TV and uh, GB News uh, were saying, oh, this is a, uh, we've, we've slept walk into uh, Islamist control of the UK. Um, you may have slept walk into it, uh, Suella Braverman, who uh, she uh, claim, claimed in a Telegraph article uh, that uh, Islamists are now in charge of Britain now. A UK sleepwalking into ghetto society that threatens free expression. Isn't it your party uh, that is has allowed them to be in charge for the past 14 years? And uh, Julia Hartley Brewer, uh, one of the, the conservatives on Talk TV, said we've sleepwalked into this. Well, 
you may have, but uh, Tommy Robinson pointed out, you know, you've bagged me over the years. Uh, I've been warning about this, and yet only now you wake up uh, when it is too late. Uh, so Swara so Brevelin said this, which is obviously hyperbole. I mean, well, if it is true, uh, then the Conservative government over the past 14 years has allowed this to happen. Uh, but uh, so uh, she wasn't a uh, suspended uh, from the Conservative Party for this. Uh, but a uh, backbencher, a uh, Lee Anderson, uh, he uh, was uh, suspended uh, for well a narrowing down and uh, stating that London was controlled uh, by uh, Islamists and uh, uh, Sadiq Khan, uh, the mayor, had given the city away. I heard the comments here. I heard the comments earlier you was making about Suella, some of the comments she made earlier this week. And I don't actually believe that these Islamists have got control of our country. But what I do believe is they've got control of Khan and they've got control of London. And again, this stems with Khan. He's, 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 he's actually given our, given our capital city away to his mates. We've got stolen. Beware, because if you let Labour in through the back door, expect more of this and expect our cities to be taken over by these lunatics. Now, that is a more accurate statement about, uh, well, the state of London and uh, Birmingham and Manchester. They're well on their way to uh, to mass Muslim control. But Lee Anderson, he was condemned by... Uh, his own uh, conservative ministers and uh, by uh, the, uh, the the conservative media establishment, including uh, Constantine uh, Kisson, uh, that uh, host of that uh, trigonometry uh, podcast, which uh, has extremely uh, gets extremely favorable uh, a, a coverage on uh, the YouTube algorithm. Uh, so this is what uh, he put out. What Lee Anderson said was stupid and extremely unhelpful. He's given the media and political class the story that they need to avoid talking about the real issues. The threat uh, of violence uh, from Islamists ca uh, caused Parliament to abandon its own rules. He should apologise to Khan. Uh, so when uh, people disagreed with uh, Constantine uh, for, for s saying this cucked statement he's like oh you're trying to police my speech uh you're saying i should agree with i uh, agree with a, a a tribal view uh many people pointed out well there is one tribe uh which he identifies and agrees uh with them on even though he's basically trying to control uh what lee anderson said uh, and demand that he Apologize, and of course, Constantine uh, Kisson. Uh, he is coming to Australia. So is uh, Douglas Murray, who's a another uh, so-called uh, conservative voice, who's well lost the plot uh, when it comes to uh, freedom, uh, believing in freedom and a free society. I mean, he has uh, he's launching uh, the Emergency Coalition Against Hate. And this is an organization uh, whose goal is to basically have a database of, uh, the, of those who've uh, committed uh, hate speech against uh, Jewish people. Basically, 
like a docs list, uh, which of course I, the uh, Jewish uh, activists in Australia are, uh, are pressuring uh, the Attorney General Mark Dreyfus and Anthony Albanese to fast track the anti-doxing laws. But it seems to be okay that the, when they do it, when they have uh, a, a database uh, full of people who have deemed uh, to have been hateful against them. And I noticed that is uh, being ratioed now, Douglas Murray, on, on, on Twitter X. He's, he's also coming to Australia as well. I, uh, 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 so uh, we've got, uh, got the, 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 the two, uh, yeah, some would say, uh, basically gatekeepers of, uh, of the right uh, coming here. Iron Duke says uh, Douglas Murray is just an Israel shill. And uh, Dawn Browning says, kiss them white people looking out for each other after one of their people get raped is just wrong. F him. But he's clearly driven by, well, uh, his his uh, uh, support uh, for the uh, forever wars in Ukraine and uh, uh, and the, the Israel-Arab uh, conflict is, well, it's because... Well, he's a Ukrainian uh, Jew, so it's okay for him to look after his own interests, even though uh, he's saying it's bad for for, for other groups. Like total, uh, t- total contradictory there. And I just mentioned his gaslighting, where I'm allowed to tell other people what to do, what to think. Oh, but you're not allowed to tell me. That's controlling. You're you're trying to make me part of a tribe, like. <sighs> Which just shows again that you know, they're gatekeepers. I and I think that uh, the best summary of uh, Douglas Murray. It's uh, it came from <clears throat> Glenn Greenwald. Uh, so uh, you all know Glenn, Glenn Greenwald. Uh, he is I he he is a anti-war, anti-deep uh, state journalist though he is a leftist have i got got this here did i put this on yeah this is what he said this was in response to uh douglas murray condemning uh edward snowden uh, said uh, that uh douglas murray is a shield for every powerful government and every banal establishment orthodoxy he is expert at seducing midwit Americans with their love of a British accent flavoured with a slight gay panache to convince them they're spoken for by an intellectual sophisticate. For someone who goes around puking up the pablum of the CIA, IDF, MI6 and every Western power centre, all to great applause from mainstream Western media, for someone like Snowden, a shill uh, where he's uh, given up uh, his life for principles, his self it is grotesque self-love. Now, Glenn Greenwald is uh, gay as well, so he can get away with saying it. I mean, uh, Douglas Murray, uh, it, it, the, the, I noticed under the, the ratio that he gets now is, what does uh, Mossad have on you, given that, well, you've uh, completely junked uh, li- uh, liberal democratic uh, beliefs, it seems, in supporting uh, all of these... This, uh, the uh, uh all of these uh campaigns against hate speech so hate speech is real now obviously the liberal party now believe that hate speech is is real the 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 conservative right that basically uh it's like 9 11 all over again and 
the October 7 Hamas attacks on southern Israel called Israel's 9-11. Of course, the conservative right lost the plot after 9-11, uh, cheer, you know, basically uh, cheered on uh, well, that, uh, both the Afghanistan and Iraq wars, even though Osama bin Laden was found in Pakistan and was originally a Saudi. Saudi Arabia uh, was... Uh, the, uh, the main colluder and financer of 9-11. And of course, uh, the neocons under George W. Bush also wanted to go after Iran. They've always been after Iran as well. Uh, Don Browning says, the fear in Douglas' eyes when he was in Israel wasn't due to a perceived rocket. Now, a, also a other uh uk news uh so we it was uh remember uh philip uh, the disgraced former itv this morning host who resigned after it was revealed his coming out as gay was just a a cover uh for the fact that he had had an affair uh with uh, the teenage runner uh, Matthew McGreevy, uh, that he first met when he was in acting school, when he was uh, well below uh, the age of consent in the UK, which was uh, uh, 16. Uh, so uh, it has been revealed that uh, Philip Schofield uh, paid Matthew McGreevy £250,000 uh, as part of a, a gag deal. Obviously, those two engaged in a fair bit of gagging. Um, but uh, so, and Philip, I wanted to also gag him with uh, two hundred fifty thousand pounds. And a an, another uh, TV host who was uh, facing uh, sexual misconduct allegations uh, was uh, Dan Wooten of uh, GB News. Uh, so uh, he had been suspended from GB News since uh, uh, since. Uh, uh, Lawrence Fox said on the program that he wouldn't uh, uh, shag uh, the feminist Eva Marie. Uh, so he's been cleared by the Metropolitan Police. Uh, so he says, I was brought up to uh, trust in the English legal system because uh, he's a, a Kiwi, a New Zealander. But since July 2023, I was the victim of a politically motivated witch hunt through left wing and social media led by hard left activists, a convicted phone hacker, a convicted extortionist and deranged and abusive ex who had threatened on record to slit my throat and previously admitted to being a psychopath with dark urges. The accusations made against me were completely spurious. Lies designed to destroy my career where complaints were, uh, were actuated by malice. Uh, so the, the abusive ex he's referring to is a male because Dan Wharton is another homosexual. Well, six months on, I've now been completely cleared in two investigations by the Metropolitan and Scottish Police who have been confirmed they'll be taking no further action. While I knew this would always be the outcome, the process is now the punishment with social media acting as the executioner. Margaret Thatcher once said, if you ever get trial by media or guilt by association, that's uh, that day freedom dies. She was right, and it's high time that all the ancient rights were once again upheld. Chief among them, the right to be assumed innocent until found guilty in a court of law. It fails to me to be the it falls to me to be the champion of those rights, and so be it. I it is a fight I'm more than willing to take up, not just for me, but for all of us. 
also a other uh, UK news is that uh, that uh, ITV drama uh, series and well, it's a, it, calling it a dramatization of uh, the NHS uh, dealing with COVID uh, would be an understatement. I mean, it's basically a a fear porn fiction, and obviously. It is uh, the those who pushed the lockdown and mandates, uh, trying to uh, trying to resuscitate the narrative since it is uh, all falling apart. And uh, remember, last week uh, there was that uh, uh, that huge uh, COVID vax study, uh, which confirmed that side effects were myocarditis, pericarditis, and blood clots on the brain. Uh, now, uh, the UK uh, COVID inquiry, that's uh, doing the, the government's job of claiming that the reason why uh, the COVID lockdowns uh, uh, didn't save lives is because we didn't lock down sooner or harder enough. And the ITV drama Breathtaking, uh, it's based on the memoirs of this COVID narcissist uh, palliative care doctor, uh, Rachel Clark. Uh, so she wrote a book, uh, Breathtaking. Uh, this is her uh, posing in front of a an ad of herself, but this has been doctored. Look into her eyes and tell her to stop lying. There's a another one. Look into her eyes and ask her how many bottles of uh, medazine she administered, which of course was a euthanizing uh, drug. And uh, she has been a activist uh, within the NHS for many years. And I, the, a lot of the demands for lockdowns and restrictions, it was based on, uh, it, it was based on anti, anti-Tory hatred because of course it was the, the Labour Party, Clement Attlee, who founded the, the NHS, uh, the cult of the, the NHS, which of course was on full display uh, during uh, COVID. I remember the the clap at the sky, bang your pots and pans. Nigel Farage even uh, did that. He was big uh, uh, for clapping at the sky for the NHS and also uh, promoting the the jab uh, as well. And this is why, well, it just shows how weak, again, it's a reminder of how weak the Conservative government has been in the UK because they were so scared of the mainstream media interviewing all of these NHS doctors and nurses, NHS millions, saying the the Tories, they're making us overwhelmed. They're killing all of these Brits. And so they're like, oh, we don't want to be blamed for this. Let's introduce all these lockdowns, even though through Partygate, they knew uh, that all of the social distancing rules uh, were uh, were a farce. And the reason why uh, the UK has excess deaths, although the UK now has officially less excess deaths uh, because the Office of National Statistics has just changed the excess deaths formula. So there's less excess deaths now. So if uh, <laughs> that's one way to do it, if you don't like the answer that you're getting, just simply change the formula. And so you can, I mean, it's quite extraordinary. And so this was uh, one of the uh, the tweets uh, that uh, she uh, she put out, uh, calling the uh, the COVID uh, protesters uh, selfish. Uh, so this is what 
uh, she said, horrified to see this. These anti-mask, anti-lockdown protesters in Hyde Park are beyond selfish, blatantly spreading, risking spreading COVID to vulnerable others. The death toll is over 150,000. Thousands of NHH staff have died to protect others. And this behaviour is sickening. And somebody replied to her, there's almost no COVID to spread. Uh, there's almost no COVID to spread currently. Anyone vulnerable has had at least one vaccine if they choose to protect themselves. The, uh, the ONH says the COVID death toll is 25% less than, uh, than is due to with COVID or not, uh, not of. No other... No other protests have angered you. In fact, others you have supported. Yes, I'm uh, not sure if she uh, called uh, those uh, women who uh, were at the vigil for Sarah Everard, who uh, was a woman murdered by a police officer. So that sort of stuff happens in the UK as well. And uh, the police arrested uh, the, uh, the the people in front of her, her vigil. I'm not sure if uh, Rachel Clark uh, condemned them. There's also uh, some people questioning uh, Rachel Clark's uh, Oxford uh, education credentials that uh, because her uh, Twitter uh, X handle is uh, Dr. Oxford. And now a lot of people say they can't bear to watch the ITV breathtaking drama Though it's probably going to be more like a, a comedy, uh, though it should actually be a musical. Because if you search the NHS on Twitter X now, all of the TikToks turn up of the, the dancing nurses because, of course, the hospitals were empty because they cancelled all of the cancer screenings, uh, the non-elective, uh, so-called uh, non-urgent elective surgeries. And this is why there is this excess deaths. There were limited hospital beds because of social distancing it was the it was the policies in reaction to covid that caused all of the 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 tragedy this was uh, another one of my uh the other cartoons that i saw you joining in give me a minute that last dance took my breath away and they weren't uh exhausted healthcare workers letting off steam they were choreographed tiktok dancers and this was another promo here tiktoking the moves that you haven't seen so maybe it'll be turned into a musical breath because all of a lot of these movies and drama series are turned into turned into musicals uh, so yeah, maybe we'll see breathtaking the musical. Maybe there'll be a sequel, uh, heart taking. I obviously, well, I won't say, uh, you all know what that would be about if they had a sequel there. And uh, now, uh, the uh, one of the shortest serving uh, prime ministers of the United Kingdom, uh, Liz Truss, uh, she was over at uh, CPAC in the United States, the uh, Conservative Political Action conference and uh, to explain her failure as prime minister uh, so it wasn't her fault that uh, she didn't have the courage of her convictions and and you turned on her proposed tax cuts which basically was the beginning of the end i mean uh, <laughs> her idol is thatcher who never u-turned and she u-turned in record time on it i did question the the, uh, how the tax cuts would be financed because there was no cuts in spending. Uh, it was an example of neocon economics, uh, uh, which is deficits don't matter, which, uh, well, 
uh, the, it has got the United States into the uh, the the debt uh, spiral that it's in. Uh, so this is uh, Liz Truss talking to uh, Steve Bannon saying, I would have been a great prime minister if it wasn't for the deep state. Because what I found out when I got into number 10 is I thought that if I got to the top of the tree, I would be able to implement those conservative policies. So you think once you're prime minister, on, yeah, I as thought, a little girl thinking, if I get prime minister, I'll be like Churchill, change the country. Exactly, That's not how it works. Exactly. And what I discovered was that I was not holding the levers. The levers were held by the Bank of England, by the Office of Budget Responsibility. They weren't held by the Prime Minister or the Chancellor. And I think that's a massive problem. Hang on. You're saying the central bank, the Bank of England, is one of the things that controls it. Are you a conspiracy theory person? Well, you what, almost sound like Worm. You're, you're what, MAGA. What, what I'm saying, Steve, is that if the Bank of England governor can't be sacked, and the Prime Minister can be sacked, then the Bank of England Governor is going to have more power than the Prime Minister. And that is a problem in a democracy. Because the fact is, the left have succeeded in infiltrating our campuses. In and Liz Truss, in her conversation with Steve Banning, continued... And she talked about a the Rochdale by-election, which is coming up, which looks like it'll be won by uh, George Galloway of the Workers' Party of Britain. Nigel Farage said yesterday that you're going to have uh, a radical Islamic party have seats in commons in the next election. Do you believe that's true? Well, there's going to be a by-election in the next few weeks, and it could be a radical Islamic party win in that by-election. So Islamic, that is a possibility. Hold on, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're saying an Islamic radical party in a couple of weeks in a special election is in one of these Midland urban uh, areas that had it's the... Rochdale. So it's an urban area it, in the north of but England. But it's the one that's had the, the rape situation? Yes. The grooming situation? Yes. Hang on, I don't understand this. The grooming situation, Tommy Robinson, all these heroes fought it. The rape situation... And in that community, you're going to have a special election, and you may have a radical jihadist party send somebody to Commons that, after that all that correct. problem? That is correct. Now, the Workers' Party of Britain is not a radical Islamist jihad party. Uh, that uh, was hyperbole by Bannon. And... Uh, as I've said previously, uh, last week, uh, uh, George Galloway, uh, he is a socialist, but he's a, he's a old school principled socialist who I respect. And he thinks for himself when it comes to uh, foreign policy. And he has been, uh, he was originally a Labour MP, then uh, had his own party, the Respect party uh so he's been not an mp uh, for nine years since 2015 certainly he's the mp that uh rochdale deserves i'll talk a bit of, i'll talk much more about george galloway and the rochdale by-election with david clues tomorrow night because uh unity news networks have written an article on that uh now uh liz trust she was condemned not for that misinformation about 
George Galloway and the uh, the uh, Workers' Party of Britain, but uh, by the fact that she didn't uh, uh, pull up Steve Bannon uh, for calling Toby Robinson a hero for exposing the grooming gangs. Uh, Sir Sajid Javid said that this was a mistake, and so there's calls for her to be have the whip suspended uh, like uh, Lee Anderson was there. Uh, but it's clear what uh, Liz Truss is doing, trying to reinvent herself. Uh, I was a victim of the deep state. She has that book, 10, Ten Years to Save the West, has her uh, popular conservatives, so trying to get a beyond the uh, speaking circuit uh, grift. Uh, although we had at CPAC uh, somebody who was able to obliterate the deep state in nine weeks, balance the budget that is Argentinian president, Javier Millet. I mean, he has put uh, the uh, Republicans and uh, the Conservatives, all centre-right governments who promised to slash the size of the state. Millet literally took a chainsaw to the state. His latest base legislation is threatening to jail uh, central bankers uh, who print money uh, to cover up debt. I mean, Liz Truss, you could have done that. And uh, he met uh, Donald Trump at uh, CPAC. And uh, we we have we had here uh, some uh, footage of uh, Mille speaking some English. President! And of course, Donald Trump uh, defeated Nikki Haley in the South Carolina primary, but Nikki Haley is uh, going to stay in the, the race despite losing her uh, home state where she was a uh, governor for six years. Uh, the, <laughs> she, cl- she she will claim that uh, she only lost narrowly because she, she only lost to Trump 59 to 39%. Uh, percent. Uh, so look, it wasn't a landslide. Like I got close, even though the rest of the primaries, Trump is way, way ahead. I mean, he's the presumptive uh, nominee. And also, uh, it is the uh, two-year anniversary of the uh, Russian invasion, occupation of uh, Ukraine. And so we had Anthony Albanese, uh, Rishi Sunak all commemorate it, saying we need to stand with Ukraine. Uh, and again, this is uh, Douglas Murray, Constantine Kisson. They say this is a battle for uh, you know, civilization. But of course, are they in the front line? And uh, uh, Victoria Newland, uh, of course, the ultimate uh, deep state swamp monster. Uh, she was on CNN with Christine Arnampour, who's the only mainstream media journalist who's allowed to interview uh, leaders like Putin or Gaddafi or Assad. Uh, 
as this is what Victoria Newland told Christina Armanpour about uh, why uh, the US giving aid to Ukraine is good. Uh, it, it is, and I do hear you and the others in the administration and supporters talking about the vital necessity to do this. But as people say, hope is not a strategy. And do you have any actual belief or reason to believe that eventually uh, this bill will be paid? And if not, how are you going to make sure Ukraine gets vital weapons and ammunition? Christiane, I have strong confidence that when the House comes back, after they've been out in their districts hearing from the American people, after they have heard from Ukraine, they have heard from Europe, which, by the way, just passed $54 billion in additional aid itself, that we will do what we have always done, which is defend democracy and freedom around the world, not just for victims of uh, tyrants like Putin, but in our own interest in preserving a free and open international order. That's what we need to do. We've done it before. And by the way, we have to remember that the bulk of this money is going right back into the U.S. economy to make those weapons, including good-paying jobs in some 40 states across the United States. She said it out loud, Victoria Newland. I, that, uh, uh, the aid to Ukraine keeps the U.S. military-industrial complex going, and obviously that's why so many Congress people are afraid to uh, vote against uh, the uh, National Defense Authorization Act because all of these defense contracting plants are all strategically placed all throughout all 435 uh, congressional uh, districts. And so if you don't support the uh, NDAA, uh, then uh, you will... Yeah, uh, you will be. Uh, people will lose jobs in your uh, congressional districts. Yes, exactly. All right, that brings to the end of the show tomorrow night. So, as uh, well for tonight, I should say, I'm back tomorrow night with a special Wilmsfront, 9 p.m. Melbourne time on the Wilmsfront channel. So, no theorists with Andy Nolch this week. So, D David Clues from Unity News Network. Uh, so, Unity News Network is an actual free speech, nationalist, British-based news organization. David Clues is based in Glasgow. Not like the fake ones that I mentioned, like GB News, Talk TV, Spiked, Trigonometry, Unheard, uh, Quillette, which has a lot, even though Claire Lehman's Australian, uh, publishes a lot of uh, British content. Uh, so be covering a lot of uh, British news. I didn't get through all of it tonight. Uh, so uh, there was that uh, ISIS uh, bride, uh, Shemima uh, Begum, had a, another uh, uh, quest for to reclaim her British citizenship knocked back, uh, though she has plenty of uh, apologists, including even uh, Jacob Rees-Mogg, who said, oh, she's still our responsibility. But... Keep that for, for tomorrow night, uh, all out of time, over time. Uh, so uh, remember, I, we have uh, the Unshackled, our main, uh, the, the main Unshackled Productions archive is over at uh, theunshackled.net slash Substack. Where you can join for $5 per month, $50 per year, or be a founding member for $500, uh, $500 per year. And then, of course, I've got uh, the 
Unshackled membership as well. So the unshackled.net slash membership. Thank you all so much uh, for watching. Uh, there'll be more reports from Tiger Mountain, as I said last night, because uh, I had a Wilms front last night uh, uh, with Dr. Frank Solder of the British Australian community. That was well received. Thank you everyone for watching. I do hope that uh, uh, Ron does come back. I didn't see Paleoconservative Australian, uh, the uh, who was there last night, didn't see him tonight. Hopefully he's here tomorrow night and i haven't seen lady of shallot lately as well she's probably just busy with the, the the move out of of melbourne dawn browning again uh criticizing my mispronunciation oh my god it's pronounced shamanaya not shamana katie hopkins just calls her uh <laughs> calls her shamima bubblegum and she also calls that uh, British Nigerian uh, uh, soccer commentator that uh, Joey Barton has said is rubbish. Uh, Obi Wan Kenobi because can't pronounce her name. Anyway, I digress here. Exactly, Iron Duke. Hit the like button. Make a comment below uh, because it all helps with the algorithm. Uh, make sure uh, that uh, if you're uh, if you're subscribed already, click the bell to announce for notifications. And I will see you all tomorrow night. Uh, good night, everybody. Tim's News Explosion. 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 Tim's news explosion.